Well, this is the 200th episode, so we thought it would only be fitting to return to our roots. That is the world of Michael Moore. So we're going back to the movie that we talked about in only our second episode, the movie that started it all, 1989's Roger and Me. In my hometown of Flint, Michigan, General Motors closed the factories and put 30,000 people out of work. To raise their spirits, I made this movie. Well, Moore is so brilliant in this film at finding one resonant visual metaphor after another. Like there's that unforgettable scene at the Great Gatsby Garden Party early on where, you know, it's it's a society party at some fancy mansion where they've, you know, in, in their social consciousness, they've hired laid off auto workers to play human statues at this at this garden party. And the rich people there are like, you know, I'm, I'm really tired of people picking on Flint, you know, saying that it's uh, saying that it's such a terrible place. Why? There's so much great stuff. There's the ballet. Uh, there's 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 hockey. Uh, in fact, you you're you're on the board at the ballet, aren't you? And meanwhile, there are these. Out of work auto workers, or you know, there's the scene at Auto World, the automotive theme park, the the world's biggest indoor theme park that's built there, where there's this like Chuck E. Cheese style animatronic show where an auto worker sings a song with like his robot pal who's going to displace him. It's absolutely, absolutely incredible. And throughout the film with visual metaphors like that, Moore really shows how, you know, the town and all of the various kind of uh, sources of officialdom within it and and kind of the more affluent residents, they cling to the post-war narrative about what Flint represents, right? Like people at the Gatsby-themed garden party are saying like, people are so down on this town and like, look, we're just getting started. We started an industrial revolution, you know, and Moore says, well, what did that consist of? And he's like, cars, steel, you know, and, and... Think great things are still happening. You know, people just need to get up and a return to the values of hard work or whatever that made made the city great. Or that's not quite what he says, but that's the implication of it. And it's incredible the way you see that this thing that was once very beautiful, right? This collective community pride in this industry and in everything that flourished around it is just cynically used by local politicians, by corporate leaders and by hucksters of various kinds to discipline the working class and to talk down to them even more. GM was the richest company in the world and it was closing factories when it was making profits in the billions. There's a particular scene which ties together everything we've talked about, everything the movie does, which is uh, an interview with a friend of Moore's who uh, was an auto worker. He was being laid off uh, and he had a mental health breakdown at work. And he tells a story, you know, he's been admitted to a a facility for treatment. And he tells a story uh, as he's playing basketball of leaving the plant and driving home and turning on the radio only to hear the Beach Boys, wouldn't it be nice? Um, And I think this is what the film does over and over again. It shows not only the way that American capitalism guts communities, fosters social decay and social rot, dislocates them, spits on them, degrades them, forces to do all of these awful degrading things. It shows not only that, but also the way it asks them to smile and the way it demands that they be happy at all times. 